but then, as if to prove Edward wrong, it was back. My mind was quickly becoming clear. My body began to return to normal, and I could feel it, waiting just out of sight. When it didn't come any closer, I looked at Edward for direction. Why isn't it attacking? It's probably the little one who left in order to stay out of the stronger one's way. It knows it isn't strong enough to take on two wizards when they can kill two of its superiors. That, or it's much wiser and more powerful than the other two. He looked at me and I could tell there was a plan forming in his head that I wasn't going to like. When you use the lightning, you hit the beast perfectly. You have great power and great control for such a young wizard who's had no training at all, and the fact that you can still stand is impressive. No, killing two of those things with the speed of lightning like you did is impressive. Will I be able to get that fast? Not on my world. The gravity of Duran is greater than Earth's. Therefore, I weigh less here, so I can move much faster. Normally, I wouldn't ask this to someone who knows nothing about magic. But do you think you could control the lightning again? If it's trying to eat my face, probably. I'm kind of hoping you can. I did what I could on this weak world and shocked the stupid thing. You thought about it and burned its insides out. If I could keep it off you and keep it in relatively the same place, do you think you can fry it? And try not to fry me? I don't know what I did, really, but I can try it. If I burn your leg or arm off, you're not going to be mad at me, are you? I asked. Not as long as you also get the beast. At least he had a sense of humor, somewhere in him. The rain was pouring harder now, and the lightning came more often, though it stayed in the sky. The moon was hidden by the thick clouds, but the lightning and the light pollution from the city illuminated the sky. The creature approached cautiously. I assumed it would do something to throw us off, so I was surprised when it treaded out of the woods directly in front of us. Edward picked up his bag and handed it to me. I shuddered as the cat's eyes focused on it. Obviously, the beast knew where the books were. I had a target pressed against my chest. When Edward took a few steps forward, the cat started walking to the side. It was circling. The streetlight crackled, but the glow of the city-lit sky made it all too easy to see the cat's sparkling teeth. The instant the streetlight went out, the cat sprang. It ran more like a feline than the other two and was twice as fast. Somehow, the cat seemed to appear to the sides, like it was running from side to side. Before it disappeared completely, the ground exploded upward and the cat reappeared beside it, clearly having stumbled over the debris. It kept running, though slower than before. It was still coming too fast to even try the lightning trick. It stumbled again this time stopping cold with its head and back forced down. There was no time to question Edward. I imagined the lightning striking the cat, just like I had before. Nothing happened. Kill it! Edward demanded. I'm trying! There was a loud crack, and the cat was suddenly running again. Once again I found myself in the mud, with a monstrous alien cat above me, 
and just barely enough time to put one arm up to protect myself. The ground exploded beside me as it bit my arm like the other had. Better my arm than my throat. Then the cat was off me. Edward had his hands wrapped firmly around its neck for a few seconds before the cat was on top and its teeth were snapping mere inches from Edward's face. Its snout was as big as his face, and its body was longer than his. My mind felt disconnected, lost in so much fear that I couldn't form complete thoughts. I didn't realize what the blinding light meant or the sound of the cat's shriek. I did understand the pain I felt, like every inch of my body was being ripped apart and burned, and I understood the numbness that followed. I was struck by lightning.